Although many of us strive to be the best dad we can be, many physicians struggle with finding balance between their life at home and their life at work. This is the Imperfect Dad MD Podcast, the show where we discuss topics involving our minds, bodies, beliefs, relationships at home, and upping our game with our business practices and financial knowledge to better improve our role as dad in the lives of those around us. I'm your host, Dr. Jeremy Toffel, physician, husband, father to two boys, and self-proclaimed imperfect dad. Join me as I learn to raise my own imperfections within all these topics. Now, let's get to today's discussion. Hello and welcome to the Imperfect Dad MD Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Jeremy Toffel, and this is my Friday review show for the week. Now, if you listened into Wednesday's episode this week, I spoke with Dr. Scott Grant, and we talked some dad life and things like that, but we really focused a lot of our conversation on the topic of ACEs and what those are and how you as a parent can hopefully kind of prevent them in your kid's life. Um, now, I want to cover that a little bit more today, just kind of in a review fashion, but before I do get into that, remember, if you have not yet subscribed to the show, please do so you can be notified when that next episode is released right away so you don't miss out on anything there. If you have not left a review yet for the show, please do leave those reviews, those high five-star reviews. Do get this show higher up on the list so others who are searching for shows like this can find it a lot easier. And the last thing, share this with a friend if you think that they can get something out of it. And you know, this topic of ACEs, I do think is important for every parent to know and understand because these are things that not just affect our kids now, but far into the future when we're possibly long gone at that point. So ACEs, let's let's go back to talking about what that topic is again. So ACEs stand for Adverse Childhood Events. And these are what they sound like, negative events in a child's life that really affects them later down the road. Now, this isn't, you know, falling and breaking an arm or being yelled at one time by their parent. What it is, is these significant events that really have this negative effect on our child's brains and how they develop. And if you look at um, kids who go through these, you can look at what the different events are. There's there's a huge list of them. I'm not going to name all of them. But these things can be things like being in an abusive household. So we're talking physical, emotional, sexual, all those types of abuse. Um, This could be abuse to the child, or it can just be abuse witnessed by the child. So it doesn't even have to happen to the kid, but if they just witness it, that's enough to set things off. So there's that. There could be substance abuse in the house. So alcoholism in the parents, drug use in the parents, and those kind of things, that can negatively affect the child. Um, Neglect. So when a child is basically ignored, that can obviously affect a child mentally. Um, and th- there's a huge list of all these things. One thing to remember and understand with these is that all of this has to do with types of stress. And there's different forms of stress. And I touched on this a little bit on the Wednesday episode when I talked with, with Dr. Grant about it was, um, you know, they when they talk about ACEs, there's these different levels of stress. And they go from, you know, healthy, simple stress to moderate stress to the term toxic stress. And let's talk about stress a little bit because um, all of us go through stress, all of us deal with it. And I think it's important to understand how each one of those plays a role in our children now. When you're born, you don't know how to deal with stress. Your brain has no clue how to deal with stress. You know, you're born, you come out into the world, and you're like, what the heck is going on? I'm cold, I'm wet, I'm hungry, 
where's my mom? Right. And you start crying. Um, that's the body dealing with stress. That's the brain dealing with stress right away. Now, with that said, what happens right away? Well, you have that magical hour after birth, you cuddle with mom, and you calm down, right? And that's the mom's body teaching your brain how to deal with that type of stress. Sounds simple, right? But this is really what it is. It's, it's your child learning how to deal with stress through a parent who is present or an adult figure who is there for them and feels like a comforting feeling. So I gave the example in that interview with, with Dr. Grant about when I have parents who are a little nervous about their kids first getting their shots, I tell them, listen, I know it's not fun for your child to get shots, but when they get it, it hurts, obviously, and that's stressful to them and they cry. But here's the deal. That's actually healthy stress for them because as soon as that happens, I know you're going to swoop your kid up and love on them and hug them and soothe them and tell them it's going to be okay. And when that happens, you're actually helping your child's brain to learn how to deal with stress. And that's a good thing. So not only is the vaccine protecting your child in an infectious way, but you're helping their brain learn how to deal with stress in a healthy way as well. So I I use that as an example too, but other types of stress, you know, fall down, break an arm, scrape your knee, um, you get sick, um, you screw up at home and you're, or at school even, and you're sad about it. And your parent, instead of scolding you and yelling at you, is there to comfort you and say, hey, it stinks. Yeah, you screwed up. Let's figure out how we're going to fix this for the future. You know, there's so many forms of stress that our kids go through on a daily basis, and we have to help teach them how to learn that. So those are health, things of healthy stress. Now, there is moderate stress. What is moderate stress? Well, moderate stress is those big life-changing events that occur. So it could be a, a death in the family or, say, like a pet dying. It could be um, somebody getting really sick at home. And obviously with COVID these last two years, that's been a big topic for some situations. Um, it could be divorce. Families going through divorce. Um, and when you look at all these big life changes, that's a lot of stress on a child. And we know whenever you have those big life changes, you know, with psychiatry, you give people six months before you call them depressed or any of those kind of things. And um, obviously that's stressful on the brain, but moderate stress can still be considered healthy stress provided there is that adult figure there to help and provide and comfort the child, right? If you got a kid going through a family divorce and, but the parents are supportive and, you know, they're not antagonistic around each other when the kids are around or, you know, whatever the reason for the divorce and they make it smooth for the children, they do so much better. But that's also why you see these divorces where the parents are butting heads, there's custody battles, there's talking about the other parent behind their back. Kids don't have that fit, that parent figure now to fall back on and to be comforted and to learn how to deal with that stress, right? And that's important to know as a dad. You know, I don't hope any of you guys go through divorce, um, but you know, I've, I've talked with uh, Dr. George Scharzer on here early on in the podcast, and we talked about that. Um, he goes by the the term rockstar MD, and so you can look that up in, in the show notes if you want. Or you know, we talked with Dr. Um, George and Vanessa Nam about their their marriage coaching and um, trying to keep those marriages together. So, you know, there's options always. There's divorce. There's ways to work on it. But whatever happens, there's going to be stress related to it, right? And you don't want your kids to be negatively affected by that. So that's moderate stress. What is toxic stress? Toxic stress is any stress that affects a child to where they don't have the support they need to learn how to deal with it. Now, you may think of toxic stress and think of things like abuse, right? frequent physical abuse, sexual abuse, emotional abuse on a child, they're obviously not getting any help on how to deal with that because you have this parental figure, most likely, um, causing the abuse to them, 
and that person's supposed to be the one that's comforting them. I mean, that's probably one of the more extreme situations. But toxic stress can even be the small things. When a kid um, hurts themselves, when a kid is crying and sad and upset about a situation and they don't know how to deal with it. And instead of being the parent who tries to soothe them, you make it worse by yelling at them, ignoring them, not helping them, not teaching them how to deal with it. Over time, even that can lead to toxic stress. And they've actually done some studies on rats. I don't have the studies in front of me, but um, they where they've kind of subjected them to this and they've seen changes within the the rat's actual brain anatomy, where certain areas of the brain are bigger or smaller. And typically, these areas that change have to do with decision-making, understanding high-risk situations, social situations, and that kind of stuff. So that's why you see these people who go through this, and they end up having high-risk sexual activity or substance use and high-risk activities in, in terms of other things. They you know, end up in the, the juvenile detention centers and potentially jail and things like that later on because the brain probably changed their morphology a little bit, and it doesn't work the way it's supposed to when it's learning to deal with not just stress but the right and wrong situations at that point. So why are we discussing these things? It's important to know them. It's important to look at this because there's we, we a lot of times discuss these cycles of the family, right? The way you were raised is probably how you raise your kids, and then that'll cause your kids to raise their kids that way. And so if you were raised in a household where you didn't have that strong parental figure that was there to comfort you and support you and be there for you, and you were subjected to any of these types of ACEs uh, situations that could carry on to your children. Um, and, you know, Dr. Grant and I, Dr. Grant and I talked about that a little bit and how he talks about, um, you know, if you have a parent who was basically spanked or hit anytime um, they did something wrong, well, their brain knows to spank or hit their child when they do something wrong. That's how, that's how they learn. And so now you have to teach that parent not just to stop doing that, but help them to learn to find a different way, a healthier way of discipline or a healthier way of teaching. And so, it's hard, it's, but it's, it's all about breaking that cycle. And so think about that. If you haven't heard about that, go look it up. There's a lot of articles and papers out there on it. And I think it's important to understand it and um, be able to apply it to your life. Look at it and say, okay, number one, how was I affected at it? You know, I try to look back and say, okay, how was I affected? I don't think I was affected by many of them. So I was lucky, right? I was a pretty lucky guy to have gone through life and not be affected by a lot of these ACE type of situations. Um, but maybe you are. Maybe you're one of those people that were affected by it. Um, and if so, I mean, you have no control over that. But now the question is, what do you do with that information? Um, and you have to ask yourself, am I applying what I went through to my kids? Um, and it may not be so severe. You know, it may not be a hitting, spanking, that kind of thing. But maybe it's an emotional type of situation. Maybe it's, you know, suck it up, buttercup, stop crying about all, everything and, and deal with it. Which, you know, sometimes as a father figure, we do that. Um but you have to ask yourself, am I doing that all the time? And I'm, am I not being there emotionally for my child? And so those are the things that you can think about too. So try to look at it, try to apply it to, to how you do life um, with your wife, with your kids, with all those things. And um, if you've got questions about it, you want to talk about it, you can send me an email. I'm at imperfectdadmd at gmail.com. Or you can go to the website at www.imperfectdadmd.com and contact me there. Otherwise, I hope you guys are doing well. hope you're staying safe. Um, we'll be back to more of this next week. I got a lot of interviews actually coming up, which I'm excited about. You know, I did a lot of solo shows recently, um, but I got some more interviews coming, and uh, I know you guys are looking forward to that too. So remember, embracing perfection, and I will see you next time. My dad, Dr. Jeremy Toffel, is a pediatrician 
father and husband. The information provided in this podcast is not meant to be medical advice and is for your education and entertainment only.